Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Farm Bureau on the Hill, a podcast all things policy-related. I'm here with Shelby Vinoy from our Public Policy Division. And Shelby, the legislature is up and running. This is the first week, and it sounds like it's been a pretty busy week so far. We're back, and I don't know that we could say that we're back any more than just reflecting on the busiest week we've had. I've been on the Hill for several years now, and... um, I think this might have been the craziest first week of session. Although it's the second part of the session and it's expected to be busier, it has just truly been wild downtown. So uh, give us a quick overview. What are some things that happened this week? Yeah, so unlike last session, this is the second half of the 113th General Assembly. So we don't have as much of the ceremonial type proceedings that we would have. We'll have that next year, but... So we didn't have any swearing in or anything like that, although we do have um, some new faces this year in Nashville. Uh, Representative Afton Bain, who took the seat of the late former Representative Bill Beck, who passed unexpectedly this summer. Um, We also are welcoming back Representative Timothy Hill, who was once a lawmaker and and took some time back in the district. But uh, following former Representative Scotty Campbell's resignation, he was appointed and then thus reelected and so we've welcomed those two new faces back to Nashville and um, just getting ready. With this. Seems like there's been lots of changes this session, which is kind of unexpected. Typically when rules and things are established, it's for a General Assembly. Um, it doesn't seem like things change in part two, but nonetheless, here we are. And um, there's new rules, new, new some new committee changes for some members, but... Overall, it's been just we've hit the ground running, and it doesn't seem like we have any signs of slowing down until we adjourn. So things are already moving, and one of those things, committees, as you mentioned, tell us a little more about that. Yep, so we've already had some committees meeting, and and honestly, there's been some some committees are conducting business as if we never left last April, but um, bills are being filed all over the place. The filing deadline is January 31st in the House. It'll be February 1st in the Senate. Um, We are already hearing what I thought were jokes, but apparently they are not, about committees closing. Um, Our dear friend and chairman of the Senate Ag Committee, Steve Sutherland, has already made it pretty clear he plans to close down early March, so that clock is already ticking. Um, But in committees this week, there was some legislation that was rolled from 2023, none of which we were following necessarily, but... Um, we were able to kind of get back in the swing of business. And a lot of these first few weeks of session and most committees is hearing from departments and agencies. Um, Some committees are tasked with looking into a particular issue, such as this week in the Senate Ag Committee. We heard from um, the recycling community about some of the different solid waste issues that our state is is facing. And um, in, in the Senate Finance Committee, we heard from finance and administrative officials about uh, funding p- projections and a revenue update. So lots of news coming out of the Senate this week. So that last part, you don't sound so positive about. And care to elaborate a little more about that? Yeah. So I mentioned that we heard from some of the, the folks from the Department of Finance and Administration. And it seems like these new funding board projections, which have come out um, as of November, are kind of foreshadowing what the budget discussions are going to look like. So I believe we recorded a podcast in August just giving an update on special session and we had heard over the summer that projections were 
not necessarily in the negative, they just were down from what we had expected. Um, there was about a $330 million um, estimated shortfall. Um, looks like after the November funding board met, that projected shortfall is closer to $718 million now. Um, so it, it, it was expected, but it does continue to put strain on what that budget process is going to look like for this year. And um, just a few days before we got to Nashville, actually, Governor Lee announced his plan to um, make some amendments to the Tennessee franchise tax law. Um, in all, I think the plan is to simplify the calculation of the tax, but it comes from um, a court case that claims that um, the, uh, the current alternative tax base model violates the Commerce Clause of the U.S. Constitution. So, they're having to make some changes. I think North Carolina went through this recently as well. Um, so that was definitely an unexpected piece of legislation from the governor. And, and, and that, that coupled with where we are standing with revenue projections um, definitely means that folks are going to be tightening the belt when we pass those budget bills this year. So maybe something that he might talk about in state of the state and mm -hmm. probably among some other things, I'm sure. Yeah, so it's our understanding the state of the state will be on February 5th at 6 p.m. Um, he will address both the House and the Senate in a joint session. Um, I think if three or four things that we either expect him to mention or I'll even throw in a few things we would love for him to mention, um, we think continued eyes are going to be on education um, maybe we will hear more details about his uh, proposed education freedom scholarships, which he unrolled um, right before 2023 closed. Um, I mentioned those tax changes earlier. We may learn more about that. And really what the, the goal of the state of the state is, is that is the day that we get to see Governor Lee's proposed budget. That big old thick book starts floating around the halls of Cordell Hall, um, and we get to see what different departments have proposed, what he has proposed for different initiatives and, and departments. And obviously, we, we always support things that the Tennessee Department of Agriculture and, and some of the initiatives that the Tennessee Department of Environment and Conservation are, have proposed. So look forward to seeing that in there. Um, we're hoping to see more investments into Tennessee's rural communities. Uh, maybe we'll get lucky and, and have some focus on conservation. Um, farmland loss is something that we have been passionate about, and I know the, the governor is kind of shifting some of his focus to some conservation policies. We heard about that a little bit last year, so um, hopefully we'll get to just see some more of those continued investments, and we'll know more as we get closer to that February 5th deadline, but you heard it here. Those are my early projections. Well, it's only been one week, but it sounds like already a busy one for Farm Bureau for yes. sure. Um, anything else that Farm Bureau members need to know about? Yeah. So in this podcast, we didn't really say a whole lot about specific bills or maybe uh, any of our priority issues, which seems like we harped and harped on last session. And, and don't worry, we will do that. But we have not set those priority issues yet um, as we're packing our bags to go to Salt Lake next week. Um, our board will meet and discuss those some of the things that we're hearing and determine those priority issues. So keep an eye out for those. Um, in the meantime, continue to mark your calendars for March 12th and 13th. That's legislative visits, Farm Bureau Days on the Hill. So if you are in a county and have an interest in coming to meet with your lawmaker, contact your county Farm Bureau. They're setting all that up for you. Um, we also are pushing um, out all of our save the dates for the 2024 Ag Day on the Hill which is March 19th. It'll be at the Beth Harwell Plaza, same time, same place as it always is. And 
look forward to hosting all of our industry partners and, and hopefully Governor Lee will be able to join us in some friendly competition again this year. And um, overall, just I would encourage our folks to stay engaged. If, if this week is any indication of what the rest of session is going to be like, it, we are dropping it into fifth or sixth gear. So buckle up, pay attention to things that are happening in, in the legislature, um, stay engaged, stay involved. It is an election year, so we're looking at a, at a pretty quick moving session ahead. A very important legislative session indeed, and uh, we'll definitely be looking forward to you and the rest of the Public Policy Division updating us along the way. Thank you, Thomas. Well, for the latest updates from the legislature, head to tnfarmbureau.org. There you'll find this podcast and others by the Tennessee Farm Bureau Federation. And you can also follow the Tennessee Farm Bureau Federation on Facebook, X, and Instagram for more updates. I'm Thomas Caps. This has been Farm Bureau on the Hill.